Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis. Today's episode is part three of my conversation with Officer David Josie, and we're in this series now called Back the Blue, and I'm learning a whole lot today, as I know you will. Uh, David's going to talk to us about some of the dangerous situations he's been in as an undercover policeman, uh, how he has learned to read people very well and get familiar with his surroundings, and uh, he's going to talk about the exciting parts of that job, too. So this is going to be a good experience. I'm looking forward to less talking about this. So let's listen and get started. Like if you pull up on a car and they've got crack or cocaine, you don't have a dog or anything like that smells that, do you? Yeah, 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 we do. Oh, you do? Okay. Do. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it's still, you know, it's made out, it's got ether in it. Okay. And so that aroma is still there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you can, uh, you know, walk well, if you're ever around, you know, mm-hmm. a kilo of cocaine, you can smell it, you know. Really? Yeah, from, you know, 25, 30, 40 feet. I didn't know that. That smell of ether. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now, I, I smell marijuana. I was on a subway the other day, I think Marta in Atlanta, to get a bus <laughs> to ride over to the airport. And, uh, and it was late. It was like midnight. And there was a guy in the front of it. And the minute I got on, I said, good night. I mean, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing was covered. I said, if, if I walked, I even had my bag that said, good thing I'm checking out and not going in. Because if I was going in, I had to walk by a dog. He stopped me with all this. <laughs> and that guy's nailed in the train. He, exactly. He was, he was enjoying his night. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's, well, that, okay. So the, the, what's the most, one of the most dangerous times you've ever been in? We had a bubble. We hit a trailer over in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, he had uh, an extension cord with the end cut off and a 55-gallon of uh, diesel fuel. Uh-huh. And his thing, it was right at the door right. going into the trailer. And so his thing was, uh, you know, when we pulled in, he was hollering, blow it, Bubba, blow it. Uh-uh. And so we was able to get everybody, you know, under yeah. control. And I'm like, man, what are you talking about? He said, man. If Bubba would have flipped that switch in there, it'd have blown that diesel fuel up and blown the trailer up. Wow! I was like, what you think was gonna happen with Bubba? It, oh, we didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you meet some crazy people. I would think that. Yeah, Bubba going. Oh, we thinking about that? He gonna, he gonna really show you. <laughs> that's, uh, that is funny. Yeah, that's. But now your face was recognizable among a lot of folks anyway, though, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, after a period of time, yeah, yeah. I became uh, a popular person to where uh, uh, I've heard conversation in a house mm-hmm. uh, to where this was a bunch of meth heads that were hanging out mm-hmm. and brought my name up. Mm. And uh, I was voted the most hated. Uh-uh. <laughs> that may be a good thing. That's yeah, right. yeah right. but I just died laughing. Now, was your disguise so good that? That most people that knew you didn't even know it was you. Yeah, yeah. How about Because yeah, I've been in restaurants before, and yeah, I'd see somebody I know, and I'd go over, go over and speak, and they, yeah, they, they're just staring at you. David, is that you? Yeah, <laughs> man, you you had me. Ah, uh, yeah. You had me. Now, yeah. I would think it'd have to be. Yeah, because I had that. Like I said, it was had the the beard and the long goatee, and mm-hmm. I actually had hair. Yeah, then and it was long and had the earrings. So my I. Yeah, yeah. If, if you did, if you knew me, you had to do a double take. Yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, when you got when you were in that lifestyle with them, what would you know? Like an even time, would they just sit around and play cards sometime, or 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 hang out at night while you know while you still you know you're 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 
living among them, but was it just like a normal frat house? Like, yeah, yeah, most part, yeah, Yeah. normal people. And you know, a lot of times here, Mm -hmm. you know, you just you you didn't stay long. Yeah, so you go in and uh, you know and see what you saw, do what you could do, and then you would leave. Yeah. And I would think you couldn't ask many questions, even if you just, you know, even if you weren't undercover, you couldn't ask it because they would think you were. You know? yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. You try to learn, you know, yeah. same thing, you know, I don't know you, so why are you asking? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, did you learn to read people pretty good that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say was, I bet it gave you the skill to be able to read people and size them up so much easier having been around that because yeah. you saw all kinds. Yeah. Well, just that whole, I bet the whole police officer culture you know after so yeah. many years yeah when you you can judge you mm-hmm. know and it's bad to judge somebody yeah. but i, I but can you, look at somebody and you know kind of know can tell you know you yeah. Know, yeah okay it's gonna be an all right guy now nah, we're gonna have some trouble <laughs> that's right I, I had a psychiatrist tell me one time i thought it was cute he said he said bill he's an old guy you know long gray hair he said bill you know why most people act guilty? And I said, no. He said, because they are. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, well, that was an interesting Because yeah. I was trying to think, maybe there's a bunch of excuses. <laughs> no, that's the reason they act. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the one, you know, you know, you know yeah. I know why you, I, you know, I can tell you're lying. And, you know, well, how can you tell I'm lying? Because yeah. your mouth's moving. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, some people have, my wife has a gift like of discernment where she can be with someone, she can quickly see and sense this is authentic this is not this is real they're lying to me whatever i'm not good with i believe the best in everybody and so i'll you know i'll believe the best in debbie Saville. did you buy that <laughs> yeah are you serious and i'll you know and when i stop and think i said well you know that, that doesn't make sense does it but but she can pick that up quick and i would think just by knowing you as a friend and then through the years of what you've done the experience you've had you would be a lot a lot less easy to be fooled than oh, yeah. the average person out there just because you, you sense them coming. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. That would, and that would, the good is, uh, that, that would, that would make you, especially, uh, among, among family, you know, whoever wants to hang out with the kids, you can quick say, wait a minute, I can read you. <laughs> so, you know, that would, that won't sell here. And so, yeah. Uh, that big thing. Now, in the let me ask you this: what's what's some of the things that if a if a guy was going to go into law enforcement, what's some of the things that he needs to think of or plan for or prepare to do before he gets into that field? Um, uh, to start with is the education, mm-hmm. and you know we are education, education, education. Yeah, I yeah. went in with an associates and yeah. I got a master's. Yeah, now. yeah, and uh, so. You and, just can't learn enough. To, no, you yeah. can't. You know, you, and you have to stay on top of of everything. The, you know, the culture. Yeah. You know, what's going on, and you know, literally not just in your town, but around your town. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of that stuff from around your town is coming to your town. Yeah, that's right. So you need to be involved and just keep up your knowledge. Yeah. Of learning. Yep. And I would guess you got to be somewhat alert, almost like eyes in the back of your head. You got to be. I would think to survive that you would have to have a good sense of awareness because if you were just a klutz who just, you know, couldn't think on your own or couldn't assess things on your own, you could walk into danger before you know it. Oh, you can because things happen quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. So you got to be able to respond quick and think quick and and assess the situation quick. Yeah. I I had a, I had a brother-in-law that uh, he's, he's divorced from my sister now, but, 
he was in he was a special officers guy the Delta Force and all that. And he used to tell me years ago that he'd said it's by nature, but I can walk in a room and I know there's one door. Here's where the handle is on that. Here's one window over there. There's and he said it's just the nature. You just walk in and you quickly assess around you all the all the things that that you know. I guess if you need it or you need to get out, you're, you're aware. I, I think policemen have to do the and same we're thing. We're the same way because we're restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sit to where you know you don't sit with your back toward the door. You sit you know where you can see the door. Okay. And I'll sit you know when family and I go eat. Mm-hmm. You know we're in a corner of a restaurant to where I can see the whole everything right. in the whole restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. if something happens and I need to get them out, I can get them out. That's right. You prepared. Yeah. That's that. That's the that's the thing. I think. I think being. Uh, you know, we had a we had a guy. You knew him, uh, young Josh McQueen. He went on police force. Yeah. Was there just a short while? Walked in on a house where there was a burglary, and a guy was behind the door, and shot him. Yeah. Fortunately, he had a vest on, so it stopped it. And he was able to get out in the hallway, so he lived through it. But I was thinking about on his situation how quick that was, just from walking in to say. The alarm went off in a house. All of a sudden, somebody's standing with a gun. Oh, it does. And, it's 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 real quick. Yeah, and and he's no longer. I think after that, you know, he, that that was bad on him. But after that, I think he left police department. He did department. He did. And uh, and 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 you'd think unless you want to do that or you want to think about that every time you go behind a door, <laughs> maybe the best thing to do. And you do because we've we've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of search warrants. Yeah. To where you know when you get up there and and you know. You got God with you. Yeah. You know, I had God with me. Yeah. Because I'm still alive and I'm still yeah. here. And I've had quite a bit of stuff happen, you know, to me in my career. Yeah. To where, and so, you know, you're, you know, saying a prayer as you're rushing up to that door. Yeah. Yeah. When you hit that door you know, with a battering ram, you don't know what's on the other side. I know. And if that ram don't knock it down the first time, you just alerted them you're there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because I've had, I've had little guys want to do it, you know. Come uh-huh. on, let me, let me hit the door. Let me hit the door. I said, no. Uh, yeah. Ain't no way. you have to hit it ten times by then. They'll be shooting. Exactly. I know. I know. Yeah, that's a, that's a great. Now, what's the most exciting part about doing your work? Uh, just the, the accomplishment of the end result. Mm-hmm. The yeah. end result. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've gotten, uh, you know, started with a conversation mm-hmm. and I ended up with, uh, and this was uh, some people that had came down from mm-hmm. Atlanta right. trying to move some cocaine. Right. And this just started, uh, I'm walking at Sports Page parking lot. Mm-hmm. A boy happened to pull in in a Maserati and I'm like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maserati in Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. That stands uh, out. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And so I had that biker look and he started conversation. Uh, Next thing you know, uh, the end result, we're getting mm-hmm. six kilos out of his cocaine room. Wow. His cocaine hotel room. Uh huh. And ended up with a Maserati, a Toyota 4Runner. Wow. And uh, three three people. Yeah. God. And it was two old two older guys that had the young guy. They came down out of Atlanta mm-hmm. and they put the young boy in the. Maserati and let him ride around, uh-uh. trying to get business to come over to yeah. the hotel and you know buy wow. cocaine from them. Wow! So that's the way they did it. Was just driving around looking for yes, golly. Yep. So that's uh, like the end result when oh yeah. Man. 
Yeah. That's right. When they know they've been had. Yeah, those are the good kind. Yes. That's a, yeah, I would think that. That's a, that's cool. All right, well, that was part three of Bill and David's conversation in the Back of the Blue series here on the BP Leadership Podcast. And the fourth and final part of this conversation is going to be our next podcast that we release. So make sure you hit the subscribe button or hit the bell if you're on YouTube so that you can get notified when we release that episode. You're going to get to hear David talk a little bit about some of the advice that he would give someone who's interested in being in law enforcement and a lot of the really cool benefits and the rewards that you get from being in it. A lot of neat stuff. And of course, as you can tell from the past parts of this podcast, he's going to have some really cool stories that he's going to continue to share as we close out this series of the Back the Blue. So make sure you stay tuned, hit the subscribe button, like I said. And as always, tell your friends, your family members, your coworkers about us because this podcast is growing like crazy and it would not be growing the way it is if it weren't for you. So make sure you share it, subscribe it, tell your friends and family members and coworkers about it so that we can continue to grow this influence and get a lot of people to hear these really cool stories like David's as we move forward. So thank you guys again for joining us. And as always, remember that this is where real leaders are made. <laughs>